welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to your friends to get your gaming business each and every Monday. My name is Unblack. Join me on the couch this week, Asher Hubbard. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here to get my games fest on this week. During yes. the summer. During the winter. summer. As you say, even with you having a jumper on today. Yep. How, what's the, how hot, I mean, cold is it there at the moment? Uh, let's have a look. Yep. 16 degrees? Nope. Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be fucking... Aussie, Kerry Marchant. Hi, it's me. Um, does Sony know what the point of them having a showcase was? Like, just in general, like last week? Because it's been, no. it's been like three weeks now, Kieran. Move on. It's 18 Has it degrees. It's been three weeks. 18 degrees. <laughs> Apparently. It's 18 degrees. And it feels he's cold in here, though. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck. It feels cold in here, he says. Kieran's in t shirt. You know, yeah, but I do have a, a heater on next to me, so yeah, okay. you know that's a little. But it's only it's a whole fourteen degrees here, so I probably shouldn't even yeah, have the heater. On, let's be honest. Oh yeah, four four degrees. That's a huge difference, you know, between <laughs> hot and cold. Apparently, <laughs> bullshit. I have seven. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Is that okay no, with you, Ash? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I agree that's, that's cold. <laughs> you agree All that's was, cold? <laughs> All I was saying about it's Sony like, was that. Why didn't they have the announcement <laughs> of Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart at the PlayStation Showcase? I don't know. They Why? just tweeted about it. I was like, the fuck? Who cares about PC players? Am I right? Uh... <laughs> Damn. I mean, honestly, for a hot second, as you said, I was like, what's Ratchet and Clank? Oh, that's right. The PC thing. <laughs> like, all right, cool, sorry. Uh, I mean, all right. Uh, on the show this week, everything happens later this week. Because, yeah, obviously last yeah. week we did our predictions. This week, Summer Games Fest is happening. We're officially in non, non-E3 period. Um, I'm not going to go over it all today because I don't think anyone really cares. But the first thing that happened was uh, the MetaQuest showcase did happen a couple of days ago. Um, they announced the MetaQuest 3. The So this comes out on Monday, later tonight slash Tuesday morning. The Apple event is happening where presumably... They're going to announce their VR headset, so that'll be interesting as well. So, and then yeah, Summer Game Fest later in the week. I will say a little bit of housekeeping. I think how do I work it out? I can't remember now. So, next week's episode, we'll post on how do I, what did I say? I don't remember. What did he say? I can't remember. I all right. It will post on Monday, as per usual, or a little bit early. Either way, somewhere between next week there will be. Two episodes, however we decide to, to work it out, <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. Because the problem is that Summer Game Fest, Day of the Debs, Devolver Showcase happened this Friday. We then have Wholesome Direct Future Game Show on Sunday, and then you've got the Xbox Game Showcase, Starfield Direct, PC Gaming Show on Monday, and then Ubisoft Forwards on Tuesday. So... Yeah, we'll see how we work this out. <laughs> uh, expect a bonus episode at some point towards the end of this week or start early next week. All right, let's get into the couple pieces of news we do have to discuss this week. Uh, a little bit later, Kieran's going to talk about Diablo, um, and we'll talk about what games we're excited for this month in a whole. But let's go back to old mate Redfield. Is that, yeah, Redfield? Everybody's yes. favorite game. Redfall? Redfall. 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 What did I say? Redfield. Redfall. You said Redfield? That's a combination. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie. Right, okay. Um... Redfall, that video game. 
Kotaku writes, while Redfall's rough launch and poor review scores caught many Xbox fans off guard, Bloomberg now reports that developers at the studio behind it, Arcane Austin, were aware of the issues for years. The online vampire shooter was pitched as a live service game with microtransactions, but production was apparently uns production was apparently understaffed and too directionless to deliver on that promise. When Microsoft remained almost completely they remain completely hands-off. The company had been promoting Redfall as the next big blockbuster exclusive for Xbox when it launched on May 2nd. Fans soon discovered the game was riddled with problems. However, from an empty feeling world to vampire enemies that were occasionally bugged and boring to fight. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer appeared on Kind of Funny Xbox podcast shortly after the release to apologize for the state of the game, promised the company would learn from the debacle, saying, quote, I'm upset with myself. One of the questions on everyone's mind was why Microsoft not only decided to release Redfall, its first US $70 game in its current state, rather than delay it once again or cancel it, but why the company had been marketing it so much, marketing it so much, it was clearly internally that it wouldn't meet fans' expectations. According to Bloomberg, Microsoft was barely involved in the game's development outside of making the decision to cancel a PS5 version of the game after purchasing Bethesda in 2021. Uh, so the report basically goes on to say that Red F- Red Field, no Red Fall, fuck Red Fall, oh <laughs> Red Fall is a game. Uh, was Microsoft? Yeah, this was the big question, I guess, because after it came out, we did discuss and say, okay, so how come Microsoft didn't like shut this down earlier? How come Microsoft didn't step in and have a bit of um, you know, a hand involved, like? push make sure the production was going well oversight not things apparently they didn't they didn't get involved at all they just let them do they just assumed that what was cooking over there in the corner was gonna turn out good meanwhile um arcane austin's over here making something knowing it's shit yet continuing to work on it knowing it's shit because they started it and it's like we can't stop now. Um, and then they decide to pull out the microtransactions they decide to turn it out off being a games of service and then release it as we now saw. So, yeah. Uh, Kieran, what do you make of the latest developments and all this? Um, I guess... I, I'm, like, mixed, because I guess on one hand, you if you know what? If Redfall had been a critical... If it, Redfall had been good, right? The, the side of this story would be Microsoft was extremely hands-off with us and let us complete the vision that we envisioned that like kind of let us make the game how we envisioned it and that would be a positive but now it's almost kind of being thrown out like it's a negative that microsoft was hands off and you know realistically speaking what could have microsoft have done if if they had got involved or kind of said anything right because from the bluebird article it's very clear that a lot of the kind of base level kind of on the ground staff members didn't want to join working on what redfall weren't um weren't didn't have much belief in the project and it was a top-down thing from the higher-ups at arcane austin um i think when you look at it that way it's like well what 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 could or should microsoft do and uh, you know like what is that perspective and i think when people say well they should have delayed it again it's like as we said last time we spoke spoke about redfall delaying that game was never going to fix its problems 
his problems were like sure it probably would have like maybe shined up the turd a little bit more and made it a little bit prettier uh, made it run a bit better but as a whole that game was was a bad um it was was just in a bad state and Microsoft, sadly, because of the position they've put themselves in over the years with the the community craving first-party exclusives from Microsoft, and they're kind of jumping on with Redfall and being like, hey, Redfall slash Bethesda, this is our guy for our next release. Um, it's it's it. They were in the position where they couldn't turn around and cancel the game. They couldn't turn around and delay the game any longer because you know it wasn't gonna get so i think the only option microsoft had at that point was to just put it out there and get it out there the one the one interesting tidbit in the last part of this article is that it goes on to say in his interview of kind of funny games spencer defended the creative direction of the game saying quote one thing i'll fight is sort of what went wrong there's clearly quality and execution things we can do but one thing i won't do is push against creative aspirations of our teams end quote but according to some of the developers Bloomberg spoke with, at least Redfall wasn't an expression of their creative ambitions so much as a business mandate from Bethesda. Well, no, so not from Bethesda, like, from um, Zenimax. Well, Bethesda uh, Zenimax, above, yeah. yeah. Same company, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I think it's a very top-down thing. And, and, and I guess... It would have to be, you know, one thing we'll never know is is the communication lines. Who do the people at Microsoft talk to? Who does Phil Spencer talk to? Are they talking with probably the game directors and the people high up at um, Arcane Austin who I don't think they're going to ever turn around and be like, hey, this is bad. This is This ain't it. Like, I feel like from Microsoft's point of view, they... That that game was what was wanted to be created by Arcade Office. And I think so many people are confused about like I've seen online people confused about how does Deathloop get made and Redfall get made and they're both, you know, two opposite ends. And it's like, well, it's a different studio. It's um Arcane I wanna say Austin. it's Montreal. Leon. Oh Leon, sorry. Yeah. Arcane yeah. Leon did Deathloop and Arcane Austin did Redfall. And Deathloop A, yeah, Deathloop's very much in the the trend and the 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 main well, the, kind the, of core. the fear I have with all this is so the 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 wording of like and the the way Phil speaks about it and the kind of funny thing of being like saying hands on as if it's a bad thing like saying oh we're not going to get involved in these teams because we believe in them so much but I'm like there is a there is a line obviously where you're you're stepping on creative vision and stuff but also if you're going to purchase these developers and companies for billions of dollars and you 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 don't think you should be in there somewhat going hey what's what's happening like i i think that's even worse than but like this is the thing even the people that yeah. played people who played that redfall demo a couple months ago were positive about redfall like people yeah, like, like people a very who, short like hour like, hands on yeah very short hour hands on yeah. slice of it they were positive about redfall so it, once again, it goes back to, okay, how much is Microsoft seeing? Do Microsoft get an access to the full game? Does somebody from Microsoft play the game? Of course they have to. They own the company. But, uh, like, like I don't... Like, what do you think Microsoft, if... What do you think Microsoft should do in that situation? 
do they just go in I and say... I think someone like Phil Spencer, at least every so often, or even people directly below him, should be checking in on all these projects and going, how's it going? And they, they people at companies should feel not... They shouldn't feel like their bosses, be it Phil Spencer or whoever, that they should lie. Like if they if they got art, like if if Phil came in and said, "How's Redfall going?" and they said it's looking terrible, like they should be allowed to just say it's but looking shit and like <laughs> this just is, go from this there. Is the thing where we don't know, did the director think it was looking shit? By did, all did accounts, the, apparently yes. <laughs> was it the director who was quoted, or the people who were working on the project? The pe- well, it, he could have been that one of the people that are quoted. The, the, we don't know. You'll the thing know. is, I, from the at least what I took from the articles I've read on it was that it was very much ground level people were the developers that were commenting to Bloomberg and discussing mm-hmm. with Bloomberg, and that everything about this game was pushed from higher up. Um, is is as far as the the connotations I've read from it. So this is where I we don't have that information of, you know what I fully believe in Phil Spencer being that guy being calling in and being like, hey, how's how's Redfall going? But do I believe that somebody from their team turned around and told him it's a mess? No, I don't believe they would. I don't believe, you know, I don't believe. Anybody did because if anybody at all had that conversation with Phil at all through that period of time, we never would have got all the marketing for Redfall. Redfall would never have been used as a big surprise piece for E3s, it wouldn't have been used for showcases and stuff like it wouldn't be in the position that it ended up in. Um, I I don't believe that this happened through a lack of Microsoft's. Um, checking in and capabilities. I believe this happened through a, a mixture of things. I think, you know how we're talking, when we're talking about um, uh, freaking Suicide Squad, it was like, okay, read the room, games to service fucking fell over. There's been so many games to service games. Redfall, I think, was just too far in to do what's what Suicide Squad is trying to do which is delay itself and fix the issues that people have brought up. It's just shown that it's just come out and just dumped it and just said, look, I think it's just, this is just a failed attempt. I think it's very much like in Zelda where you have put the wrong ingredients together and you have just left with a a crappy dish to eat and you've just got to cart it around and maybe you need one health heart back at some point and you're just going to eat the crappy food, you know? Um, I I think think that is just the situation they were in. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, Xbox should have cancelled it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could you not tell for so long that it wasn't working? Um, I mean, it's interesting the story kind of comes out on the back of uh, PlayStation having their kind of um, big, like, across the board, like, uh, what's the word, like, check of all the different studios. Oh, like obviously, like can- a couple weeks back, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like closing a couple of studios and canceling different projects. Um, they're like making sure all these projects are coming along and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it also just showed like uh, a lot of these games don't get good unless people are passionate about them. Like people were just like having for kind of forced to do this work. Um, and like, what did they say? Like seventy eight percent turnover from. The people who worked on the last game into the people who finished up on Redfall is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, people. Yeah, well, it's one of those things I find quite interesting sometimes because 
as games get more and more, I guess, you've got, when you get more in the realm of games as service stuff for video games, you I do wonder quite often if the people working on these things for years and years, it becomes less of a passion project and less of like an art form and more of just a, like a, like almost like a normal nine to five ish, like, you know, clock in, clock out sort of, it's just a job because the, the, the thing about games is obviously until more recently, you would say that majority of people working on games, they were always like from like compared to movies, like every project's a, you know, everyone's on board, like hopefully, or, you know, like yeah. there's, it's more of a creative passion to it all. But the second you get to like these games of service and it, you work, you, you never finish the project that's going yeah, on. I think on that's on the on. difference. Like yeah. with a single player experience, there's like a complete project that you can look at. Mm. That's going to stand the test of time. It's going to be yeah. like that forever. Whereas yeah. with uh, any live service game, uh, you know, yeah. it's constantly being uh, reiterated on and changed. I mean, even if you hear about, I mean, you just look at Destiny hear- too. Like Kieran was talking about a few weeks ago. Like it's like ten years half old. the game that was there at launch is gone. <laughs> yeah. So there's people that worked on all that stuff. It's gone. Yeah. Weird. All you games so conservation people. <laughs> yeah. You're saving oh, yeah. each each version of the game. I mean, if you compare that to movies and TV shows, let's say you work on a movie or TV show for even a year, and you like halfway through, you realize it's going to be a piece of shit movie or TV show. You finish it up, and you're like, "Well, whatever, <laughs> like it's done." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you move on. Next thing, some of these things, you know, you spend you spend years working on a game like this, and you put it out, and you've removed half of it to release it. Like it's very weird. It's very. That's that's a bit of a weird comparison as well because film and TV they're very different. They don't work for a company. A lot of the employees, no. Know? But it's just like very weird from like an, unless I you're like in like visual effects and that kind of stuff yeah. potentially. But you know, like an art form perspective is all I like. <laughs> like just viewing them as different mediums, art form mediums is just very interesting. Also, shout outs to the 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 wrestling fans who are watching the G one announcements on their the side listening to the podcast like I am right now. Um, Eddie Kingston in the G one. Well, yeah, let's go, boys. Well, <laughs> they're like they're just listening to it behind that, right? Because oh, sorry, shout out to anyone who was listening watching the <laughs> announcements while I was recording this podcast because I'm watching announcements that I caught my eye. <laughs> All right, let's get into um, fuck. What was next? Hey, fuck. So the Diablo falls, Kieran. Diablo 4, yeah, it's a game. It's been in early access. Um, since right, moving on. Fr- oh. Keep going. <laughs> Damn. Man comes here with a, a, a handful of content to give the podcast, and he's just <laughs> crap. Um, no, I've um, been playing, yeah, Diablo 4, um, released on early access Friday. Um, so I've had a couple of days with it, about 15 to 20 hours in. And I'm absolutely loving it. It, it definitely deserves those nines and tens you've seen um, on the review scale. Uh, it is a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment. I think the game feels absolutely massive. The game looks beautiful and runs really well. Uh, I haven't really encountered any kind of bugs or um, any mess. I think this is like the smoothest blizzard launch i can ever remember um i haven't really had to queue to get into the game sure it's the early access period but i I still think a good majority of the community is playing right now um it's nice to see a large amount of people playing online and playing a a blizzard game and and, you know after 
I'm kind of I'm very disillusioned and very off the bandwagon with Overwatch 2. It's nice to see a Blizzard game come out and 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 do well and, and is really great. Um it's playing through it. I think all of the classes look to be well tuned. Um there's still a bit of work to do on some of them just to bring them in line a little bit. I think the necromancer is very powerful at the moment. Um, but I am, yeah, 15 to 20 hours in. Uh, I'm just about to finish um, the story. I think most of it was like at the minute in the, the first, the second world tier. So I'm doing world tier two. You kind of cap out at level 50 there. Um, and then it advised you once you're 50 to go on to world tier three. Um, I was like level 40 before I finished act one because I did a lot of other stuff and a lot of um, kind of side stuff around the map. I'm throwing Act 4 at the moment, level 49. Um, having a lot of fun, playing Rogue, enjoying the the build qualities. You're playing solo? Uh, no, I've been playing with a friend um, largely, yeah. but I have been playing some solo uh, just on and off. So um, it's it's been great fun. I think there's still room for improvement in the game through developer updates. Um, I'd really like them to see them put in things like being able to zoom out of your character a little bit more, and it's kind of frustrating because the view you get while you're mounted on the horse is kind of exactly the right amount of zoom that I'd love just to be at the game's natural point at all times. Maybe that's just a PC thing. I'm not sure if maybe that just translates a bit better being that close up on console. Um, the map use uh, Diablo normally has like a map that overlays over the top of the screen. So you can still play while the map is up. Don't have that at the moment. I'd really like them to add that back in. Um, and, and just, yeah, get that involved a little bit more. I think, I'm having, yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm excited to get to end game content. Um, once they've added nice quality of life, like once you've beat the campaign on one character, you can skip the campaign on every other character and just get to um, that higher point where you can play around the map and play around with the aspects and farming different items and, and playing through. Um, the game as a whole feels like there is so much more than just what the story gives, even from a point of view of just the all of the dungeons. The map is scattered with dungeons and these cellars that are like mini dungeons. Um, there's so many world events. It feels really nice to have um, Diablo now isn't totally single player. It's an always online game. So you have, while you're running around the open world, there are other players running around at the same time with you and, and kind of playing side by side and um, exploring the world together. So um, that's that's really fun. Um, I'm, I'm excited to keep playing. I'm excited to play more. This is definitely the game that's going to hold me over until Final Fantasy comes out later in the month. Um, but no, I'm really excited by it and I think it's absolutely fantastic. How's uh, the microtransactions looking? Because this has been one thing. Uh, the there is a shop, is the... but yeah. there is a shop, but um, I you only see that stuff if you jump into the shop. Like it's not popping you up spent anywhere. Spent a hundred bucks on something yet? Or uh, I haven't spent any money at all because it's all it's oh, only cosmetics. Sh- it's only cosmetics for the character. That doesn't change. What, that doesn't does it change anything for me? I know, <laughs> I know it doesn't change anything for me, but like, there's been no reason for me to buy anything yet or to purchase anything. Yeah, okay, there's, good. there's plenty of content there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Ash, yes. Take me through the quality critics, Street Fighter Six. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let me pull it up. <laughs> While the unpreparedness, if not right there in the notes. In the show notes, yeah. So it got a 9 out of 10 quality critic score. 
uh, yeah, everybody kind of agreed that it's a fantastic game, but uh, most importantly, it's a good entry point for anybody who's looking to get into Street Fighter, you know, all the genre, I guess. Uh, of course, with a lot of tutorials and the new World Tour mode, um, which acts as like a prolonged tutorial, a lot of the reviews found. Um, but if, you know, you're an experienced player, like probably, you know, it's not going to keep your attention because there's a lot of repetitive elements. Um, but yeah, lots of, you know, lots of fun to be had there um, from all the reviewers' experience during their time with the game. The online experience was very good. Like all the, there was no terrible lag or anything. Uh, the new hub uh, where you can play against other people was really cool. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get, if you ever want to get into Street Fighter, this is probably the one. You've been tempted? I know you were tempted by the start the campaign. I've been tempted, but there's some other games on the horizon that I like. Okay. Even Diablo, I'm like, oh, do I want to play Diablo? You definitely should. But there's, you know, there's there's that game on the horizon. Is it Final Fantasy? Yeah. (laughs) You got until the the end of the month. I haven't finished Survivor yet. It's like crazy. Need to play more games. But yeah. Can you though? Can you though? Can you though? Uh, no, Street Fighter looks good. All of these were good. So, you know, happy that one came out positively. All right. Yeah. So, at the end of the, for heading out to show, let's, uh, I want to see if I can start remembering to do this every start of every month. I don't know. Uh, let's just go over what's coming out this month and see if there's anything. My, my favorite thing about how I feel this segment will go is I'll read out things and then at some point here, Kieran will go, oh yeah, I'm excited for that one. And eventually I'll read a game name and he, one of you will go, that's coming out this month. <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, yeah, that thing is coming out this one. All right. So I'm going to start, even though we're four days in, I'll just start from start. I might miss some stuff. This is just going off my own list. So obviously I didn't write down every single literal game that's coming out, but um, so we started with We Love Katamari, Reroll came out. The Elder Scrolls Online Necron DLC also comes out tomorrow. Tiny Thor, I want to give a shout out to this game. Not going to play it because I definitely don't have time, but it looks very cool. It basically looks like Celeste, but with, but your player's like Thor. So, but you should probably check that What's out. A, what sort of size, Thor? Like tiny. Ooh. It's crazy, right? It's, in the, it's, 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 it's as if it's in thing. Uh, Diablo 4 officially comes out uh, in a couple of days, of course. So, but most people are playing that now. Amnesia the Bunker is coming out also next week. Uh, the th- third? Fourth. Fourth? Fourth Amnesia game. So, um, But that one's looking pretty cool. It's got weapons in it for the first time. Or gun, I believe. Loop 8, Summer of Gods, June 6th. Harmony, The Fall of Reverie comes out June 8th. This is the new game from um, Don't Nod, where you're like... Yep. You say was this the one you played like a the short demo or not? Yes, That's tiny demo, tiny bit. It's a you get transported to another world and stuff happens. I think. Yeah, like you got like the gods and stuff like that. No. Oh yeah. No? Yeah, so. the gods, I believe. Right. Uh, it looks very different for them, sort of the smaller game from them. So. I'm keen. Um, Grey Hill Incident. I've got on here June 9th. This one I saw pop up like a couple weeks back. Put it come up on my radar. Uh, first person survival horror sort of thing. Uh, but it's like an alien invasion. It's happening. You play, play it out. It looks pretty cool. Um, like an indie game, obviously. But it looks it, look, it looked pretty cool. So if, if, if any of that sounds like a tick boxes for you, check that out. I can never remember how you're supposed to pronounce this. But Dor- Dogany? Dor- 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 
I don't know. How do you actually say this, Ash? Door dog. Door dogni. Dog dogni. Door dogni. Fucked if I know. I'll tell you what I do know though. Game looks beautiful. If you just look it up. Oh, it's a country. It's a yeah. For so it's France. It's part of France. However, you say this place in France, the video game looks beautiful. <laughs> it's Dordoin. Dordoin? Is that it, really? Yep, that's what Google says. All right, sure, we'll go with it. Um, so this one showed up has showed up in a bunch of indie festivals. I'm sure if you look it up, you may be like, yeah, I remember seeing that, actually. Uh, but, like, you play as a, a girl who's, like, returning to her... What is it? Like, she's... Re- yeah, like you're revisiting your childhood home and then like it flashes backwards and forwards between the the timelines of when she was a kid and when she's older now and stuff like that. And um, obviously it's like a love letter to this location. Um, it looks beautiful though, is all uh, I'll say is I'm keen. Uh, Fall of Porcupine comes out this mo- uh, month. Finally, I feel like the, the prequel for that's been available on like every platform for about a year from PlayStation to everything else. Um, I had this game in. This one came up when I was looking into games coming out this this year. Dad by the Sword. I saw this pop up. <laughs> I was like, this game looks fucking sick. Uh, Dad by the Sword is a first-person sword fighting game with heavy, heavy, fo- heavy focus on tactile dismemberment, player creativity, creativity, giant spraying fountains of purple blood, and dad jokes. Play as your dad in his quest to fight evil hot dogs, wizards, things hatched from eggs, and other vile anti-dads. Um, it looks like something Devolver Digital probably released, but they haven't. What's so. what's an anti dad? <sighs> Mums. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Radical feminists. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Radical <laughs> feminists. Oh, probably it's probably the real answer. Uh, but this is like a randomly generated dungeon game. Um, it looks silly, so I'm 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 sort of intrigued. Uh, Layers of Fear, the 2023 version, the remake comes out this month, June 15th. Park Beyond comes out June 16th. That's the crazy tycoon simulator uh, game thing. Crash Team Rumble comes out June 20th. That's I don't actually remember if that's supposed to be free to play or not, but that's the multiplayer Crash game that was announced. I don't know. Was that the game rewards last year or something like that? I feel like when it was announced, but... Uh, Aliens Dark Descent comes out June 20th. This is the the constant flip of will this aliens game be good or will this aliens game be bad? There's only been one good aliens game, right? True. Uh, This (laughs) one is a, I think it's like a four player. I assume it's four player, but it's like a isometric, uh, like squad shooter thing. So could be all right. This is another first person shooter one. Uh, Fall Fantasy 16, of course, June 22nd, everyone and their mum will probably be playing that one, I would assume. Uh, C Smash VRS comes out June 20... Uh, sorry, VR, C Smash VR comes out June 23rd. Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life comes out June 27th for all you farming sim fans. Uh, AEW, Fight Forever, June That's 29th. coming out this month? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> I can't wait to see more superstars like Chris Statlander hitting mad kick flips and ollies down the ring. 
I gotta be honest, the more and more of this game that's come out in the last week since they announced the release dates, clips, it just looks like a good time. Tell me, it just looks mm-hmm. like fun. It looks like they were like, let's just include the dumbest shit. Like, UK <laughs> W wrestler, do you want to see wrists getting on a skateboard? Yeah. Um I'd love uh, to I'd love uh, Owen Hart. Safely. My favorite <laughs> My favorite wrestler in the AEW roster, the Hollywood hunk, Nick Nemeth. Yeah. Jack yeah. in the game? No. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he is either. No. How weird is it that Cody Rhodes is still in this? It is thing? a little strange. It is a little strange. Um, it's just sad. I guess the only thing is the fact that Cody's in 2K and how much of a good job they've done with Cody and with his entrance and stuff on 2K is... Yeah, it just makes it a little sad. You don't know. Um, they could do a fantastic but job in AEW. We'll say the band that recorded Kingdom eating well, eating extremely well at the moment. Get paid by two companies, not bad. Not yeah. bad effort. No. Uh, but yeah, obviously AEW fight forever. I'm definitely uh, finally very happy to have a release date for that game. Uh, Samba de Amigo Party Central comes out in Nintendo Switch on June 30th, as does Master Detective Archives Rain Code on June 30th, which is the new game from Spike Chunsoft. Um, Ash, aside mm. from Final Fantasy 16, is there anything else this month that other is tickling your pickle? I mean. No. <laughs> I mean, now I look at it, maybe, you know, maybe I'll pick up Diablo 4 on Tuesday. Exactly. That's what I thought about, Final Fantasy was further out, was closer. No, was like Final Fantasy 16th. is the end of the month. Like, it is like. I thought they would have lined it up, put it on the 16th. No. Why? Because numbers. Why would do that? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it would have fucked us in one of the countries, either America or us or. Yeah. Right? No, just have it second. <laughs> Yeah. Don't no, they can't do that. Are you going to get AEW or no? I mean, if we're all going to play AEW, we're going to have a massive stream and fight each other, set each yes. other on fire, put a th- yeah, each other through it's, flaming tables. As long um, as it's matchmaking, set up uh, exploding death matches, and then the 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 bomb doesn't go off. It's just confetti. That'd be hilarious. Are you getting AEW here or no? Yeah, I'll be grabbing it. I think it's just yeah. that is something that's completely different to playing Diablo or playing Final Fantasy, where those two are just minor obsessions. Where yeah, AEW is like, like a, AEW is like a commitment. A, no, no, AEW is just a, a nice. I don't know what else I feel like right now. I need to take a break. I'm going to chill out and fuck around with with it. I'm going to play whatever their campaign is, whatever their GM mode is. I'm actually excited just for the like, just for the G, like more GM mode side of things. Um, mm. than anything like you a, play Johnny Hungy do a full full mode I, oh my god yes I should put the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on John Silver you are fantastic yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else for you stand out this month Karen? not really as I said I think for me I've got the next like four weeks to be Diablo pilled um, before I am Final Fantasy Whoa. pilled um, and then yeah then I'm all good yeah, so it's just me that likes video games. Um, no, you just I, don't like mainstream video games. <laughs> I really want to play Harmony to Follow Reverie because it's Don't Nod and, like, obviously, Don't Nod the games I usually like. Hmm. That Greyhole incident thing 
super intrigues me because I sh- hope hopefully it'd be like three to four hours. That'd be great. The Doggone or however the hell we decide we pronounce it, just I must play. Um, and then Final Fantasy 16, obviously, we're all playing that. AEW Fight Forever, fucking super pumped about that. And then in a world where Final Fantasy 16 was coming out, I would love to make time and hopefully maybe I can later in the year, but that Master Detective Archives raincoat I've been excited for since I announced it because that's a spike chunks off, of course, um, Danganronpa developer, their new game. So very keen on that. It still has like the court system, but slightly different and like you're piecing together evidence and, and stuff like that. It looks really, really cool. So you're, um, you're not super excited for Crash Team Rumble? No. <laughs> Terrible. It's going to be Take so Crash Team. Correct. I am a fake Crash fan. I'll happily take that title if it means I don't have to get excited about that game. <laughs> if they just wouldn't remake Crash Bash, you know? Yeah, they should have done that. I used to play so mm. much Crash Bash. Crash, Crash Bash. Bash was um, Crash Bash. Yeah. Um, the... What? Huh? What? Um, yeah, cool. Uh, mm. All right. So um, that'll do it for this. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Couch of course as I said there will be two episodes uh, over the summer games fest Xbox showcase all that stuff at 1.1 be a bonus one will be a regular Monday episode however that works out between whatever we decide to do for conferences and stuff like that but get ready this is going to be a big week for video game news and um, stuff so I hope whatever you're dreaming about getting announced uh, actually happens I know that I too am really hoping for a croc legend of the gobos remaster finally give it to me but find out later this later this week on summer games first jeff don't fuck me goodbye <laughs> <laughs>